listen, this is this is the key. This is the key about the networking. When I got when when I found out in life, I could not depend upon my family who don't know nothing to supply all the needs I need. I have, and when I came to that realization, I started branching out and I had to start making connections and uh, relationships with people based upon where I was headed. But when you don't have no direction, you don't know who you're looking for. You don't know what you're aiming at. Now, the key was when I read Albert Ian Gray, The Common Denominator of Success. Um, the original speech was about insurance, selling insurance, about salesmanship, and about what is the common denominator of a successful salesman. Because they said you can't base it on potential. Because you see somebody with all the potential in the world, and they suck at selling. And you see somebody else that don't speak well, got a bad leg, ain't the greatest looking person, ain't the brightest person, they sell like a motherfucker. I'm sorry, they sell great. So he was looking for the common denominator in the insurance business and has carried on, you know, throughout all types of disciplines. And the one thing he talked about was cold prospecting, and that's when I got familiar with that. I'm the master, I cold prospect. So then I started looking. What's my direction? So I watch PBS. I watch uh, these shows. I, I, I read the newspapers. And I look for people whose mission statement or what they're already doing, they're ahead of me in development, and they're doing it, and I would just reach out to them. I might call. I send emails. Like I said, it's been times I've gone, because when you buy a clothes box, you could buy, we order from a certain company when I was inside, you could order as many stamps as you want. So my, my, my view changed when my needs changed. So now when I order a clothes box, instead of me ordering, want shoes and all this stuff, you know, I'm like, I need 200 envelopes. What you need 200 envelopes for? I just sent out 200 letters, cold call. Didn't nothing come back. I just sent my little baby sister was my secretary when I was in there. We had sent out 75, 100 emails at a time, three times a week. Nothing come back. So this is the reason why she was so emotionally involved when it finally started to happen. Because wow, as I sit wow. down, we're, we're I back, back that up. Hey, back that up. Because the whole time in the interviews, I didn't hear that from you. And, and maybe you might have said it. And maybe I missed it um, when it came to cold cold calling outside of the prison. Now you were cold calling to make contacts with successful people to let them know that your life is changing, and when you get out, you want to, or even while you're in, you want them to help you with the builders project and all that kind of stuff, right? Right. And, and what and I so realized, cold call, how did you call? Where did you get the names from the cold call? I was. I would watch PBS because PBS is a social service. So the type of people that would come on PBS and do an interview would be the type of people that's trying to help the community. Uh, read newspapers. It's newspapers uh, like local newspapers. Uh, looking for people that's doing things, watching the news, watching community shows. You know how so I each you, news. You would grab a name and then research that person and try to find. And that's right, because you was asking me a, a, a few times about different people to see if you can get the address. So you would exactly. get a person's name that you saw on PBS, track down where they are, like maybe a college or what location, and then you would send them a letter. Uh, was it a handwritten letter? No. I, I, I sent a type letter. Then I went from the letters to the emails. Then from the emails, I realized the phone, between the phone or the email or uh, social media, certain people – prefer communicating in certain ways. That's what I found right, out. Wait, 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 hold on. I want to walk through this, make sure that everybody hears what you're saying here because you started off with letters, type letters, right. or, you know, you type the letters up, you sent out 75 to 100, no response. Nobody said anything. Right. Now, the issue with this is this. 
I began this process right in the beginning of COVID too. And uh, I began this process in the process of, and this is what I had to learn when you, when you're in prison over a certain amount of time, you become the, the, the you know, disconnected from the social norms of the world. Right. So for me, like I tell you, for me, every day is the same day. I don't care about no holidays, no birthday, no Sunday. Right. 24 is 24. I don't care nothing about none of that. I ain't got no nostalgia, no, no, none of that crap. So anyway, I ain't going to say crap. I'm sorry. I disrespect anybody. Well, you know, no, 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 no. When you're in business, like like what we do, a, a lot of that, you know, for people who are serious, the same day. I, You know, I forget what holidays, I forget what days it is because I'm not, I don't have the news on, I'm not focused on that, and it's like, you know, on a Monday or something, it's like, man, the bank closed. It's, I'm like, what? It's like, yeah. yeah I'm just, just, why is the bank closed? Yeah, right, right, right. Why would the bank close? Don't they want to make money? What are they doing? <laughs> I know. It's Washington Day or something. I'm like, really? So, but yeah, if you focus like that, you it'll be the same thing outside, you know, of the prison, not just like, but I understand what you're saying. You so focus on, and you just didn't realize COVID was going on and what people were not around. Uh, this was prior to COVID. Now, remember, COVID hit in March. Well, I thought it hit America. It, 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 they started closing stuff down in March of 2020. I started figuring this thing out with the cold prospecting in, like, the fall of 19. So by the time okay. I got in motion, I didn't realize I was sending all my letters out in November, December. Now I realize this is how you learn through the process. I realize in the world and there is a – Conventional thinking, which I think is crazy, but yeah, everybody shut their lights down in November and December. Oh, it's the holidays and New Year. So don't nobody want to yeah. do shit. I mean, don't nobody want to do nothing <laughs> between November and December and going into January. And then January, I'm going to lose weight, and I'm going to start my whole new yeah. life again. I'm going to sit down for 40 days, 40 nights. Why? I don't know. So everything I sent <laughs> out was at the time where everybody shut their lights down. I had to well, figure it out. Let, I was like, let me answer that for you. The reason why, because... Corporate America does that. So when it, when they get off work, like, on the 14th of December, they're like, I don't have to be back to work till the 1st of January. I'm just going to lay around and do nothing. That's that's the conditioning that people have. They're like, whew, I got three weeks off. And, you know, I mean, they post on social media, this is my last day into the new year. And they like, you know, so they don't do anything. It's like they just, now, that's conditioning. You know what I'm saying? I'm always talking to people in the business like, do not slow down. Keep going because you're going to have to pick all the way back up once you stop. You know, right. and that's, it, 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 don't, it don't make sense. It don't, it's like, a, it's like, you know, like if your car just decided, you know, I'm taking a holiday and it stopped, you would get a new car. So it's like, why would mm-hmm. you shut your life down and the process of your, your, your dreams and aspirations <laughs> just because, you know, they try to be saying, oh, thank you. right there. They don't have any dreams and aspirations or they don't believe in their dreams and aspirations. So they're like, because I always used to say, if Walmart open, I'm open. So that's, <laughs> y'all ain't got mad, y'all mad at Walmart for being open, but that even changed though during COVID. So, <laughs> you know, so, uh, that was the beginning. So that was one thing. I said, damn, okay. I see, okay, on the street, they shut their life down during Christmas and stuff and the holidays. So then the New Year comes. I said, okay, crank for the New Year. Everybody want to do something for the New Year. So the New Year, I got a little buzz, light buzz here and there. Then the damn COVID happened because I had my class set up. I had class, my, my class in prison. I literally had two to three outside guests coming from, Multiple counties, every reentry coalition, everybody that dealt with reentry or prison uh, rights and things, NWCP, everything, coming 
up from March leading all the way out to July with guests, two to three guests. I know I was going to try to schedule get you in. So COVID shut that all down. I'm talking about boom. It, it was dead. Everything was dead. So now that made me have to think in a new way. So then I had to figure out, okay, how can I connect with these people? What, what, what's Because what's, I kept telling myself, because this is what the brothers say, when other great should have been everybody's uncle Napoleon Hill, there's a benefit in this. So when they talk about the COVID, I, I listened to like the first week with Trump and Bricks and Fauci up there talking. All I need to know is the facts. I took the facts to get all the, the opinions. I said, okay, this is just a part of life. And I said, what's the blessing in it? And that's all I kept saying, figure it out, Lewis, figure it out. That's what I tell them, figure it out. What's the blessing in this? This is a blessing. Everybody's scared. What's the blessing? I ain't scared about this. I got purpose. I'm going to be here. I ain't worried about death. What's the blessing? What's the blessing? And I said, well, damn, everybody at home now. I took off from there. All the people I was trying to chase down, send letters to, they was too busy. They was double booked. I was sound good, but I can't get with you. It was all at home. So I took off. The COVID helped me. COVID was a blessing. Everybody was alone now. Everybody had time. The people, certain people that I connected with that before was like, I got to call you seven times to catch up with you, which I don't mind because I know you're busy. Got to call you seven right. times to catch up with you. And I, oh man, I only got eight minutes. I'm going to go on a meeting. I just want to take your call. I ain't spinning you. Uh, they sound good. Just send me. Just text it to me. I know you ain't going to look at it because you're busy. You're in life. Now, it was like the phone call about to go off. You got one minute. And you calling back? Because they, they got time. It fucked, I mean, messed everybody's life up. They didn't know what to do with their life. I'm only one time I'm doing something. Everybody else is shut down. So right. I took off. COVID was a blessing. You know, wow. so the theater. I, I, I still like that thought process you had on when it's cold calling because that, that uh, average Ian Gray I used to talk about all the time. And that thought process was uh, what? A, 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 the person that will do what the other person won't do? That's the success. That's the common number. You have to be willing yeah. with, to do what other people don't want to do. And it's not that right. they like to do because you know, oh, I don't want a cold prospect. Why would I just call somebody and ask them to buy a vacuum cleaner? Why would I just do that? Well, because you sell vacuum cleaners, and that's how you right. going to eat. Well, if the right. people don't know you got to sell vacuum cleaners, you'll never sell them. <laughs> so what's that? So uh, what well, uh, closed mouth won't get fed. Because advertisement works. This is the reason why they pay millions. I don't know what it is now because I don't keep up with it no more. Millions for that 20-second, 30-second spot on the Super Bowl. I found this out about advertisement. Advertisement used to be based on the cost of a stamp. As you know, television happened and whatnot. That's basically what you pay advertising. It is about your reach. If I put a billboard up in Times Square, that's different than me putting a billboard up in downtown Cleveland. So the price is going to be different because of the exposure of my advertisement. And advertisement works. It works. Right. You know, right now, if I'm breaking line, $20 a line, and I'm doing, based on people I know, my small network, I got two clients. That's one thing. If I go and take flyers and I go and flyer three neighborhoods, I'm going to get more calls. Right. You know, I might get eight clients. I might get 18 clients. What's going to happen is right. you're going to get overloaded. A lot of times right. in business, that's what it is. Once you start advertising, you're not ready to scale and you get overwhelmed with too many clients and you can't handle the clients, now you got a bad rep. You're a bullshit person. So right. cold calls work. It works. You will be shocked how people will be open because if you're adding value, the first thing is to add value. Um, the brother that was a uh, part of with Arthur Blank, your boy down there in Atlanta, uh, uh, the uh, the company Arthur Blake, but his, his boy wrote a book. The, the, the right. co-founder. 
wrote a book. Right. And right. that's not like about value. The, the, the goal is when I talk to you, I don't talk to you because I want something. I'm talking to you, listening, how can I add value? Then my research. What's your need? How can I fill the void? So if you go with the idea of adding value, people will respond to you differently, and that's how I learned how to write the letters. That's why I learned what to say in the email. But I had to develop and figure out what I needed and what I wanted to do, and this is where I'm at now. Like, Because, you know, the, the, the answer is this. This is the answer. Anything you want to do, somebody else wants to help you do it. You just got to find that person. You got to find that person. And you got to find those people. And you got to go through person, the numbers. Yeah, they out there. You just got to find want. that person. Yeah. The money you got to be willing to deal. You got to be willing to deal with the uh, cold calling that comes with that because mentally, even when you realize what was going on with COVID, that still could be the. I'm telling you, the average person that we deal with in this business, the ones that's on this phone call right now, a lot of them mentally get beat down because people don't return their call because somebody said no because because I can imagine you walking around in prison with these envelopes and writing. I know I know them guys probably looking at you, well, what the hell are you doing? That's the same way they do us in business. They're like, Listen, I was the craziest. Oh, you these people? Oh, you know what you're doing? Everybody, he crazy. Being and went crazy. He think that's going to work. It's COVID. The whole world shut down. He run around with envelopes still. He's talking about he's going to do class. How he the only one in prison going to do class. But you know what? When I came back and it was official, on that kiosk, I seen the lawyer had had, had sent me that JPay. Right. October twelfth, Mister Fields, you being released? It became real. I seen in people's eyes. Oh shit! I done witnessed this, so now I'm on the hook. Now I'm responsible because somebody that was like me that I saw come from where I come from, that I known years ago for twenty years, that was a fool like me that we used to get high together. We used to go out to the basketball court and fight together, and he was a fool just like I was a fool, and he wasn't doing nothing just like I wasn't doing nothing. I seen him change. I seen him grind, and I seen it happen. And I was real, and wow. it was different. That, now, that's it. people that I had been chasing because I was because when you know something, you always want to give it away. So now, at the last minute, hey, being I got my paper, I want to sit down with you. I want to sit down with you. I want to sit down with you. I, want to sit, I, I gave everybody a date. I say, catch me till this date because after this date, I'm focusing on the street. I ain't got time. And hey, it was two brothers. Hey, it was two hey, 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 Lou, you walking around yeah. in the prison like Mike Jones. Last year you didn't right. want me. Now you all on me. Like you want folders. Like you, you run and text me with folders. And that's cool. So mm-hmm. it was two brothers, and I checked on them, and they still grinding. Because you can tell when it's the early seed. You can feel that early seed when you talk to somebody, you see it in their eye. They're asking the right questions, the right responses. I look for responses. I look for if you asking the right questions. Because a lot of times in the conversation, it's not what you're saying, it's what you're missing. And you would talk to somebody, and you say, I don't know about that guy. What you're really saying is, he ain't saying the right stuff. He ain't asking the right questions. You're not concerned about the right things. So it's two brothers I gave the blueprint to, and they running with it. They still in there running with it, in their own way. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You just said something, because I'm always saying this. You could tell whether a person is doing what they're supposed to be doing by the questions they ask. Exactly. Because it's a process. You should be going through stuff. It's like a workout. Like if I'm a personal trainer and I tell you do this, do this many sets, do this type of thing, do this type of breathing, you should be sore in certain places. You should be building up strength in certain places. Over time, I should start seeing stuff, and you should be saying the right stuff. Like, dang, when my elbow is like this or whatever, or 
I'm getting stronger, or you, you should be ready for a next challenge. If you right. go back, I gave you all these names. Here, go listen to Earl Nightingale. You invested in books. Your girl come down here, you spend $40 on food on a visit. Tell your girl, forget the $40 on the food on a visit. Send me this book. Send me Stuart J. Abloch. You should own this book. I'm not going to give you my book. I'm gonna, you should own this book because if you're not willing to invest in your own change, it's not going to be serious. You don't pay for it. Everything can't be for free. So if you're not willing to go, instead of buying a new baby or buying a new Mozzie uh, album and go buy Earl Nightingale's whole collection, you ain't serious. Because I'm telling you this is how it happens to me, and you say you want it. This is how you need to sacrifice. You can't play fantasy football this year. You need to stop playing basketball. You need to stop hooping this year because you need to put in a sacrifice. So I'm not going to give you anything for free. Everybody want it for free. You got to invest like I invested. I'm it standing up in the pulpit, Lou. I got my it arms full. But if it don't cost you nothing, it ain't going to mean nothing. You've got to know the sacrifice to take because this is the process you should be going through. So then when I see you again, your conversation should be the change. Even if you don't understand it, you should be asking me how it works because you ain't answering my question. So I know you ain't been listening to Earl Nightingale. See, I know you, I knew these brothers was listening to him because that's my sin. They got a smile on their face now. Man, I'm listening to Earl. It took me a minute to adjust to the voice. Oh. Man, that's a cool white boy. Like, oh, my God, man, I ain't know all this stuff. I ain't know. I, I, you, I'm hearing, I'm seeing you. You're coming alive. But the people that ain't doing it, they have for, what's up, man, what you doing? What you reading? Oh, man, you know, my mama's sick. Okay, that's cool. She's going to stay sick. All right, I see you. What talking about? Here comes uh, 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 Alibi for inactivity. Yep. You can hear it in their in their voice. Uh, some came up. Uh, you know, cold prospecting is is powerful. Cold prospecting mm. is powerful, and it ain't just about business in life. Like I told you, when I get to the point with my PO where I can travel, I already been looking at some stuff. I want to go to at least like three to four different conventions every year that have mm. nothing to do with me, like a plumber's convention, because you're gonna meet people. So if I go there, my goal is to meet ten people. Are you serious? I go to three or four conventions every year. My goal is wow. to meet 10 people I don't know. That's in a whole other area of life. Man, What's going to end up happening? I'm going to tell you where you I got this up. from. Albert Ian Gray and Malcolm Gladwell, my boy, Malcolm Gladwell, my favorite author, Malcolm Gladwell, with uh, the tipping point. When you talk about mavens, connectors, this is how people become connected. This is how you connect the dots. You can't just know people only that you know. This is what happens when you work a job. You only know people that well. So when it comes time to do something other than welding, you lost. Because mm. you don't know nobody. You just spent your whole time right. with your family and people that well. Right. right. You know, you need to know people that, that do all types of things. Right. And the question is, how can I add value? Because I do this. So in some kind of way we interconnected, I can add some value to you. You know? And therefore, wow. you want to add value to me. It's the law of reciprocity. It's the peaceful exchange. What was dude that wrote that book, man? Because it was a lot in that, man. The dude, Arthur Blanks, well, what's his name? The other co-founder. Uh, I can't. Somebody book. Google that right quick while we talk of who was Arthur, Arthur Blanks' partner Blank's at co-founder. Home Depot. Yeah, it was his partner. and sales and, 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 and relationship, and it gave me a lot of stuff. put a lot of dots together reading that book. I can't remember that dude's name. Right. But, uh, it was anyway. a guy I was talking about that other day on uh, on so, on Facebook about his partner, um, because, you know, Blank was from New York, and I think his partner, I can't, somebody just texted me on that. Let me see. Is it Bernie Marcus? No, that don't sound, that don't ring a bell. Bernie Marcus, Bernie Marcus? Okay. Mm, that don't ring a bell. It must have been somebody else. He might have had another partner. 
If you are saying because in your life you're going to need multiple people, this is why when calamity comes, you ain't equipped. You ain't got enough tools. In the, that, the first time I had the Pro Board here, and, the, and they denied me. It's like, you know, people say certain stuff to you in life, and Lord willing, it should stick with you. The Lord will show you these things, and, and the, he, he, he stick, you're sticking with you because you need it. This is the, for the next level. He took, he rubbed his temples. He, took his, he, looked, he said, Mr. Fields, you just don't have enough tools in the box. And I looked at him, and I said, oh, I'm too dense at that time. He even realized it's like tools in the goddamn. What is he talking about? Because now he didn't tell me what the tools were, and I, this is the, I was too eager to ask the question, what type of tools, sir? No, I didn't ask that. I just said, okay. So it took a little longer for me to figure out my own. That's it. Ask, understand how to ask the right question. Ask for definition in a conversation. It helps your communication become better. I wasn't there at that time. How, how, did, how did he say that to you? Once he denied you, you, did you ask him what? And he said, how did that come out? Well, at that time, because, you know, rules change all the time in prison. That's the answer. Constant change in the you know, rules and regulations. That's what any business does. So anyway, at that time, I had already got denied, but you were able to do a – like an exit interview, a post interview to figure out how you could improve. And, you know, you could take advantage of that. Now, a lot of guys, and I ain't going in there, they already gave me my time, what I'm going in there for. Give the motherfuckers you want to get out of jail. And these are people that's going to let you out, so you need to talk to them as much as you can. So, anyway, <laughs> so, because if I don't never go in there, I don't never find out about that. I don't never find out about, he told my people, he said, I need a mentor. I didn't know about mentorship at that time. He said, he needs a mentor. He needs a mentor. Because you need somebody to guide you through the places you ain't never seen before. Right. That's how it all works. Every, every great man, everybody that has success, they have mentors. And right. the more you seek out mentors, like right now, that's the process I'm in now, is the adjusting to the streets and seeking mentors in this realm. Mm-hmm. Mentors here. I had mentors in prison. I had mentors that was helping me in the transition to get out of prison. Now I need mentors out here. To help the leading guy because they give you they, they it's a cheat code because they are seeing you okay I know where you at I know where you at by your conversation you ain't got it all figured out yet you know because you didn't ask me this you're not here but you did ask me this so I know you're struggling with this so let me give you here this is what you do this is what you right. go do you know this is what you go go read this do this every day for thirty days you know go take this class don't go do that and if you do it. They're going to know that you're doing it, and they're going to keep feeding you the game until it's your time to grow. I was watching Nikki and the Moose, and they had the brother on there uh, that used to be on Dave Ramsey. And mm-hmm. you know, people like to have drama, like, oh, you on the show, you on the show, the moment must have been drama. Dave Ramsey, gate racist. But no, it was my time. It was my, mm-hmm. I mentor, you know, I've been under these brothers, you know, and he helped me. You know, he, they wasn't, we wasn't mad. We, we loved Emerson, you know. It was my time to go do what I was going to do for my culture. I done learned from him. Now it's time for me to take this to my people in my own way. And we want drama all the time. This is why you can't stun people. Like, if I tell you, I was like, Mr. Simmons, I want to know everything about direct sales. I, I want to know everything about sales. I'm going to sit under you, move down to Atlanta, I'm going to I'm going to learn everything about sales. I can't be sitting under you four years from now. That means I'm a bad student. You should have been kicking me to the car. <laughs> at some point, at some point, I got to say, shit, I don't figure it out. I'm going to do my own thing. Whether my own thing, you agree right. with it or not, or you think I'm ready or not. No. Um, uh, the, 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 the oracle. The oracle. His right. own daddy. His daddy told him. This I called this boy. This is why he's special. Warren Buffett. His daddy, you ain't ready. He said, man, I'm going to invest, man. I don't care about that. I said, you ain't ready. So I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. It's in me. I feel it. You ain't in me. You don't feel you my daddy, but you ain't in me. It's in me. I'm going to invest. 
Or say, I'm going to invest. You know, his daddy said he wasn't ready. Right. You know, I have people, I tell, I tell them, I said, look, you, you have, you know, moved and you, you know, things you should be doing now. And some people, well, no, no, I'm still like, no, you should be doing other stuff. You should be doing these things because that's where you are now. You should be looking and searching and doing other things. And some people like that, well, I don't want to say that because, you know, I feel like I, I, I still need to be around you. That's cool, but that ain't really how you should be looking at it. You should be looking at it as, okay, I got the, I got other inf- things I should be looking for now because I've been around you a while, and I should be I should be reaching and searching for other things. And I got that. I've said that to people before. Um, but let me ask you this, man. When you did your classes, um, did you – Okay, so I, I see how we're talking now and you get intense about it because it's something that this is what you do. Were you as intense in your classes like this or you didn't give your message like this or you or it depends on who it was? I'm, I'm holding back. I'm holding back with y'all because <laughs> I'm all, I, I just go to the point where, yeah, I go in. I go because <laughs> it's my life. It's, it, it's beautiful when your passion and your purpose meet. Right. Whenever you have a passion – and you have a purpose. They might not be the same thing. And that's mm-hmm. a decision you got to make. My passion and my purpose are the same. So there is no cross to bear in basically leading, guiding, and, as I say, selling people on the idea of themselves. That is my purpose and my passion. So sometimes your purpose will be something like, oh, God, I got to go do this. I know I'm supposed to do it, Lord. Like Jonah in the well. I ain't Jonah in the well. You know, I got a passion yeah. for it and it's the purpose. I just got to figure out how to monetize it so I can do it full gold and pay my bills. So I got uh, I got two names for you. Is it Ken Langon or yeah, Patrick that's No, 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 Ken it's Langon. Langon. That's who it is, okay. Langon. He got a book. Looks like 16, 17, I think it came out. He got a book, good book, excellent book. Everybody should own that book. If you're in sales, if you're in for life, mm-hmm. you should own that book. He got some good lessons in there. I can't remember what it's called. Can't okay, remember what it's, it's called. About, it's about yeah. direct sales. Is about what? About no, it's just about his journey in business. Okay. So it's going. It's going to be some gems in there. It's some gems in there. Okay. In Langone. And, that's, you, that's, that's, and you grabbed that book from. What made you pick that uh, book? It was book. one of them. Like when Dave Ramsey taught me about a book list, it was somebody okay. I read referenced that. And, or somebody I, I trust and respect, it might be my, I don't know, Max, uh, John C. Maxwell or somebody mentioned, or, uh, or Michael Gladwell mentioned something about his book. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. I know it was out of the newspaper. Somebody was, it was an article or something, mentioned that book, and I said, well, shit, I need to read this then. You look, man. You know, it's it's, a, we, we, it's we, like, like Brown say, success has, I see you say success needs a pattern or something. Success needs evidence yeah, or clues. clues. Yeah, you clues. Yeah. Path, you just, oh, you signed up for the Les Brown thing? I was going to ask you to get that out today. Yeah, I, I didn't, but I, I'm going to do it today. I want to tell, right. to, to tell, tell like people about, about that. that. Yeah, Les Brown got a, uh, a free uh, speakers event this weekend. Like, right. I guess some of what you did, I guess, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know what it is, but it's Les Brown. So I want it. start? I think it might. If it ain't starting now, it's about to start at 9. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I know you sent it to me. I'm going to put it on our Elite Team page. 
So, and I'm gonna go register for it because it's free. I know uh, everybody needs to jump on that if you, you know, because it's so, all so weekend, all weekend, right? So even if you can't do it tonight or you was gonna go to all right. or whatever, you can check it out some point. It's all weekend. Right. I'm gonna put it on the elite team page in, in a minute as soon as we get off. Uh, but let me ask this one question, man, because we gotta go, man. We could talk like crazy. Uh, but I want you to be completely honest with this one. <laughs> you ready? Okay. This this is the one I had to really ask you. Now, since you've been on the outside, are you still as seriously intense in the reading as you did on the inside? No, and that's an issue. No, that is a key. Listen, you, I'm glad you asked that. Absolutely not. And I'm going to tell you, every struggle that I'm having comes because I'm not fueling the tank no more. Uh, I'm going to give you this real quick. We can go in deeper in this. This is what I've realized. Last year this time, I was in prison. I knew I was coming up for my parole hearing in April. I knew I put in the work to get it, and it was like every the table was set. Everything I was doing was based on this parole process. The parole process took from April to October. So I basically screwed off all of 2021. That's what I had to realize. That's the truth I had to come with. It didn't start when I got out. I screwed off all of 2021 because I allowed myself – to do that, which I know is wrong, I started to worry and sweat about things I couldn't control, and I stopped feeding the beast. I stopped doing the habits, practicing the habits. Now, when someone talks to me, because only I know me intimately, it sounds like, oh, he's still on point. But what I'm giving you actually is cheating you because I'm giving you shit from 2019, right. 2020. I'm not giving you nothing new. This is the reason why I've had some struggles. I don't go into details. I've had some struggles since I've been out is because I messed up a whole year. It took me till Christmas of last year to figure this out. Like, damn, Lewis, you fucked up a whole year. Because right. the process was going to be the process. That's why when I got out, I was so worried about getting a license, getting a social security card. Man, that's a process that ain't got nothing to do with you. That's paperwork somebody else got to fill out. Why am I sweating this and worrying this? I, I didn't, I'm spending 50% of my time, energy and materials, chasing a social security card. Taste my driver's license. These things are going to happen. What you need to be doing is developing yourself keep because that's what you That's what you took off. This is why you can't come up with better solutions to the problems you have. So, no. You have to, and that's why, because I know for me, and for everybody, for me, I need to read three, at least three, four books, minimum a month. Look, I need. But I'm saying, this is what I'm saying to people, and that, and, and and I'm like, are you still reading? Are you still? No, I got, I got to get somebody. I got to, I got to, I got to get a new person in the business. I got to. Well, that's how you gonna get that person because you're gonna if you keep reading, you're gonna have new things to say. You you're gonna think to, uh, differently when you see somebody. It's gonna be. You can't just stop and just focus on that and stop feeding your mind because you got to keep feeding that tank. You know, putting stuff in there because that's what separates you from people. And but we get caught up in. Now, I, I, I got to get somebody in my business first, and then I, you know, no, you got to keep feeding it. Like you said, feed the beast, and then you'll get people. The most, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to say everybody in this car, everybody that's listening. I'm so very, I mean this seriously. You reading and developing your mind and continuously to sharpen the wheel and fuel your tank through reading and learning is more important than everything else. Yep. Everything, I mean, when I say everything else, I mean everything else. It's more important than your kids. I'm going to tell yep. you why. It's going to make you a better parent. You taking an hour to go read is better 
then you chasing behind your kids without worrying about something or talking about something. Or spending some reading preacher man be telling me that, man. You hey you're supposed to be reading too much, they can't go do nothing. I'm like, they ain't gonna do nothing anyway. So don't don't blame it on reading. You gotta keep reading and keep feeling the tank. Uh, they do too much personal development. No, you you only go and do only what's inside of you. So you gotta keep feeding that to keep you to, so you can go do it.